Section 64 of Word Portraits of Famous Writers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Michael Fascio. Word Portraits of Famous Writers. Edited by Mabel E. Watton. Edward Lord Lytton, 1803 to 1873. From S. C. Hall's Retrospect of a Long Life. A young man whose features, though of a somewhat effeminate cast, were remarkably handsome. His bearing had that aristocratic something bordering on hauteur, which clung to him during his life. I never saw a famous writer without being reminded of the passage, Stand back, I am holier than thou. 1826. The last time I saw him was in his then residence, number 12, Grosvenor Square. It was growing towards fifty years since first we had met and there were more changes in him than those that time usually brings. His once handsome face had assumed the desolation without the dignity of age. His locks, once brown, inclining to auburn, were shaggy and grizzled. His mouth, seldom smiling even in youth, was close shut. His whole aspect had something in it at once painful and unpleasant. About 1872. From Appleton's Journal, 1873. Bulwer is described as having been, at this period of his first brilliant triumph, rather taller than the middle height, with a graceful slender figure, well-proportioned limbs and a countenance stamped with distinctly aristocratic features and expression. His dark brown curly hair, his large and bright blue eye, his decided though delicately formed aquiline nose, his rather full and handsome mouth, his patrician, almost haughty pose and manner, as seen at that time, are dwelt on, with true feminine enthusiasm, by a lady who frequented the circles of which he was regarded as one of the most shining ornaments. 1828. From Appleton's Journal, 1873. It was my fortune to see Bulwer in the House of Commons in 1863 and 1865, and in the House of Lords, to which he had recently risen, in 1868. He then had the appearance of being a man of some fifty years, tallish, straight, stiff, and proudly sedate. His long, sombre face was no longer fair, but was yellow and wrinkled, while the almost cadaverous aspect of his features added to the really far from proportionate prominence of his long, aquiline nose. He now wore a moustache with his heavy red whiskers, which had themselves become a dull brown, plentifully sprinkled with grey, and upon his chin he grew an imperial. His hair was still thick, but no trace of its rich auburn hue of youth remained. It was a heavy gray in color. Spectacles partially concealed the large but now dulled and glassy blue eyes, and the whole appearance was far from prepossessing. On the former occasion referred to, I heard him address the house in an eloquent and evidently carefully prepared speech of half an hour. His manner was quiet and subdued, his voice no longer lover-like and sweet, but rather harsh and grating, and his declamation humdrum. Occasionally a spark of the old animation appeared, when he drew himself up to the full height, and, for the moment, seemed a very orator in motion as in speech. But the spark soon vanished, and he was again Pelham grown old, the exhausted and melancholy bow and wit of the past, struggling through an imposed task. His dress was conspicuously plain, almost stiff and ministerial, though there was something about the attire of the neck which seemed a suspicion of a relic of dandyism. End of section 64